Family Matters Fantasy Football Podcast with your league commissioners, David, Jonathan, and Stewart! All right, welcome to the show. This is your host, Jonathan. We've got David, we got Stewart. It's time for a good show. Yeah, I'm excited. Another week show. four. It's going to be the best. The week, best? Week four, start of the buys. Start of the buys, yeah. Uh, just in time to trade for Le'Veon Bell, just to sit him. Wonderful. Awesome. awesome. Wonderful. Well, um, this this episode's going to be fun. We're going to cover, um, we're going to catch you up on our power rankings. We're going to talk through our picks of the week. Uh, we're going to wor- walk through each matchup uh, and tell you who we like. So, you guys ready? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's jump into it. Power rankings. <laughs> what a drop. I love it. Awesome. Well, hey, tell us, what are the power rankings? Well. Where are we at? We. Uh, who's, who's the best? Who's the worst? I want to hear it. So. I'm just going to read them, we'll go through them, and then I've got a couple questions here for y'all, and I'll kind of break down where we differ, um, and then we kind of get into it here. Um, and like, for those who haven't listened, this is our cumulative rankings, we each individually are ranking this, and then what I'm reading is the uh, the total average. So coming in at number one this week is David Sr., followed mm, by Jackson, <laughs> Joey at number three, Lewis at number four. And that's kind of a tier gap. We've all voted for them one through four different orders. Uh, followed by myself at five, Ryan at six, Mike Staffel at seven, Stewart at eight. It's kind of another tier there in which we all voted in that same different orders. Yep. And then the last tier would be uh, Mike coming in at nine, Preston coming in at 10, Daniel at 11, followed by Jonathan at 12. Yes, I think I'm the highest on myself. And it's not even close. <laughs> so, so as far as big movers, from I, I realize we missed week two here. Yep. Um, big movers um, would probably be um, Ryan. Ryan moved up a couple of spots, um, and Lewis did as well. Lewis was the sixth uh, ranked team um, after week one. He's now the fourth ranked team. Uh, Ryan was the ninth ranked team, and he's now the uh, sixth rig team so i think he's the big mover on the week um and we had a lot of people staying in the same similar tiers uh, my dad's been number one throughout um jonathan and myself have uh david senior number one so i kind of want to go through these tiers that i kind of described here mm-hmm. um Stuart, you have my dad too you have jackson one so why is that yeah so i guess and for, for a reference, Jonathan has Jackson at three, actually, and I have him at two. And and we just came off where Senior beat Jackson, correct? Yes, okay. that is correct. And you're still giving Jackson a nod. Yeah, so... That's wrong. Um, yeah, Probably so. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> I'll admit that that's probably wrong. Um, we, we started out... <laughs> I started out power rankings last week saying Stuart was the expert. <laughs> and after and one he, week, he's the first to admit he's wrong. He's the first <laughs> hey, I'm an expert, but um, I'm a humble expert. Okay, You're, I'm a humble expert. Yeah. Not not many experts are humble, but um, I'm the most humble expert I know. Yeah, so. there we go. Um, you know, a lot of it to me, 
um, just goes off of the the type of team that Jackson has, and um, I would say the consistency with which he is putting up points. Now I know uh, Cupid Senior has been putting up consistent consistent points too, but um, I looked at this, but I cannot remember um, like. Jackson's lowest score. Um, Jackson has the most points scored um, through three weeks uh, in the league. My dad is number two. They're kind of in a tier on their own. I think they're within 20 points um, yes. of each other on the year. So 211.8 in week one for Jackson. And then we've got um, 161.6 week two, which I think is, which yeah, that is his lowest. So 161 right. points is his lowest. Um, I didn't actually do this comparison to look at your dad's, but I was gonna <laughs> the question I would ask you: two twelve for your dad in week three, um, and then we've got week two, one forty nine. Ugh. Ugh, awful. Look, See, so there's the difference. That's why I have him number one. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jackson number one, and uh, Cupid Senior number two. The question I'd ask you is: barring something drastic like a trade or a significant injury. Do you think last week was a fluke though? Do you think that if that was the championship, you would put your money on Jackson over senior? Cause I wouldn't, I would go with seniors team and that's why I have him. Number one. I, I don't think Russell Wilson scoring 51 points consistently as consistently as Mahomes is scoring Correct. what he did at 40. Correct. There's not. That's obvious. Yes, <laughs> okay. I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement on that. Um, you can submit I'm, your I'm power not, rankings again. Yeah, like. I'm not talking about the um, end of the year. I'm talking about through week three. So after the week that I, he lost to to him. That's okay. right. So that's <laughs> right. So okay. that's right. Through week three, who is the? How, do I think is the most dominant team in our league? And I would go with the team that just lost. Got it. The team that just lost. But at least he didn't lose. He he lost. Uh, let's let's do a quick re. <laughs> Cupid Senior lost to Big Poppy. So Big Poppy comes in at number four. Yeah, he's, he's three and zero. Joey's three and zero as well. They're they're at three and four. Um, we all have Lewis four. That's what way. I was going to ask. Did we all have him? At we four? all have four, and that's... so we differ really between David Senior, Jackson, and Joey. Well, our top four are the same. Um, Jonathan's the highest at Joey at number two, and you and well, I still have him at his, three. His brothers. So it depends on how you view. <laughs> so uh, the, the, it's the conversation of are you viewing it where they're at now or where they're at down the road. Well, it's hard to know where they're going to be at down the road, okay. so I would go with now. Okay, well, <laughs> right now I think he's got a great team. The, the problem is Saquon's hurt, right? Is that the downgrade? I, I'm going to downgrade him next week when he loses well, because he, Saquon's Or do gone. you think that he's he just He hasn't get... had the dominant performances the top one and two have had for me. We're talking two scores over 210. Right. Um, while Joey has an excellent team, I have him ranked three. Um, yeah, Saquon factors in that for me a little bit. I know he's 3-0. and oh. But he hasn't put up, even when you look at all three weeks, the total points scored and the consistency hasn't been there the way um, it has for specifically Jackson and even my dad. Yeah, and I think it sounds like I'm the one who needs to explain himself on Jackson because I have him at three. And you guys. Yes. So who do you have two, Joey? Oh, yeah, yeah, Joey's two. Okay. And I, I think that's more of the differentiator. I think Joey's the safer pick out of the two. I I. I obviously can't if we're if I'm gonna backpedal like Stewart, I I'm obviously wrong because he's had higher scores and been very consistent. 
just looking at the players, the same argument that you made for Jackson, I'm making for Joey. I think he's got uh, the stability at running back, and Mike Evans just bounced back. Obviously, he's not going to score three touchdowns a week, but he that's why he's a top 10 receiver is because he's going to average out to that. He, he had two terrible first weeks. Uh, anyway, I, I just think he's got a lot of talent across the board, and he hasn't hit, hit on all cylinders yet. Um, now, Saquon going out for for a significant amount of time is going to hurt him. And, yes, Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think he'll collapse, really. <laughs> the whole team will. No, Saquon or the team? No, the team. Yeah. yeah. Saquon did collapse. No, you could – Saquon's quads could hold up a city. He will yeah. never collapse. It It's really just how quickly does Saquon come back. And, yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the highest I have Joey for a, lo- for a while because he is going to drop the second he starts showing the rest of his team when Saquon's he's, he's three not and it's, it's not totally. So right. my question to y'all is, while our top four are the same, do you think there's tiers within that top four? Is that kind of the tier? Because um, the five through eight are myself, Ryan, Stewart, and Staffel. So you're asking if there, if I think there's so, tiers between the top four? Yeah, so I think there's really three tiers. It's the top four, the yes. middle four, and the bottom yes. four. So yes, y'all absolutely. Think, so do y'all view Lewis? We all have Lewis four is what yeah. I ask. I, yeah. Within that top tier? Mm-hmm. I, I would. You would? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's He's been dominating. Um, he hasn't. So, yes. He's, he's 3-0. He, he hasn't played. He's played two-week opponents in me and Daniel. But it's not that he's, he hasn't squeaked by them. He's dominated in them. Yeah. And so he, if you compare him to the rest of the league, he he deserves to be where he's at. Now, if he had played your dad and Jackson, he might be where Ryan's at one and two. Right. But that's that could be said about anyone in the league. So I think I think Lewis, like me because I've played Jackson and Cupid Senior yeah. and lost, and I am one and two. And yeah, but you're you're. But at I the came bottom, up against. A but you're at the bottom of the week. second tier, so it's fine. yeah, yeah. At least I'm not in the last last place. Hey, you can only go up from here, right? Started so, started from the bottom. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement on that first tier. So let's kind of talk about this middle tier here. Um, as a recap, it was myself at five, Ryan at six, uh, Mike Staffel at seven, and Stewart at eight. So one of the first items that jumps out to me is the discrepancy. This is probably our biggest discrepancy um, of any specific team is Mike Staffel. Um, he is number seven overall uh, consensus. Um, but for Jonathan, he has him at five. Stuart, you have him at seven, and I have him at eight. Um, and then conversely, so explain yourself, Jonathan. Sure. <laughs> I I so when I put these together, I did this early this afternoon. Uh, actually, early this earlier this morning, and this is Thursday, uh, the day that Melvin Gordon announced that he's coming back. So, I think he takes a pretty big hit with the Austin Eckler. Um, uh, running back obviously that that position takes a huge hit and now that value just dropped i mean what is let me see what he's ranked right now i know i think he's top five yep he's number four right now um so that's that's a huge blow uh given what you said about anthony lynn talking about Saying he's gonna, be, being, the, being he's gonna be the workhorse yeah. yeah so eckler becomes an ancillary piece and plus he got he got rid of Gurley, which does play a factor. The todd Gurley. yeah i i like the travis kelsey acquisition i think it helped he was hurting for just anything outside of his running backs and Amari Cooper. That was really where he was yeah, uh, in some trouble. And I, mean, I, I just think he's had some bad sit starts with Kyler and Phillip Rivers. He's had He's been kind of just going back and forth. I mean, in all honesty, like whether he's listening to us or not, he's making the wrong decision, and it's just hurting him, obviously. So it's costing him, uh, you know, points scored. Yeah, yeah, so his points four. So I have him an eight. 
um, points scored on the year. Mm-hmm. He actually isn't even in the top eight. He's number nine. Right. Um, Mike Searles of that last year has actually scored more points. And I realize he's leaving points on his bench. He left um, Austin Eckler week one on his bench. Correct. Who scored the most points on his team. Um, and then he sat, uh, he played Chris Carson when he should have played. What did we just talk about? John Ross um, or, and, and Todd Gurley when he actually had a good game. So, you know, it's, I think I just, we said I think it. We have just a, poor a management. Deep, he has a deep team. Management. So Correct. We talked about go. him being a staple in the bonehead benching just because of the depth of his team. Um, but obviously that those that depth that we're talking about, there's a lot of, um, uh, I guess, ranges that those players are doing too. They're not as consistent. And so I think his team is a little bit more erratic to me. Yeah. And it's, and it's reflected. It. So that's it, why I have him at eight. You guys He's are, in that tier. It's a tier we're talking about. He's right there. Yeah, I yeah. just have him at the bottom. The problem is I have him at the top. So that's you guys are talking me into moving him down. Uh, yeah, sorry, good, Mike. You're good. you're moving down. So to the next tier. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not that oh, far down. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, I'm all the way at the bottom looking uh, up. I so, know. So the other guy in this tier that we uh, have various rankings on is Ryan. Ryan comes in at number six uh, in our consensus rankings. Um, I actually have him number five. Stuart, you have him at six. And Jonathan, you have him at seven. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess I should probably explain myself since I'm the highest on him. Um, I think within that group, um, he's had, within these teams we're talking about, I think he scored the most points within this tier on the year. And that's probably with, to this point in the season, Devontae Adams really underperforming. And to some extent, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and so those guys do what they did last year. And I realize I don't see any reason why they can't get back to what they were doing. I think he's probably closer to that first tier than he is being the top of this tier. So that's why I have him at the top of this tier. I think he's got a lot of potential. He's not as deep as Mike, but I think he has more explosive players in his starting lineup. So once we get through the bye weeks where, um, He's not having to make those start-sit decisions. It's pretty consistent, assuming he keeps his team the way it is. Um, I think he has potential, and I said this in our first episode. Uh, Ryan, he's the biggest mover in the power rankings. Yep. Um, I said at that time I thought he had the most potential to move up. I still feel that way. He's moving up. His record doesn't necessarily reflect that. But when you're talking about this middle tier and we're splitting hairs between myself and Stewart with Mike, um, I just think he's a little bit above everybody. Yeah, I think if I could have... I mean, it'd be cheating, but if I could have selected like a tie, I would have put Ryan and you in the same spot. Um, you, you being David, um, I, I think that I think you're exactly right. You hit all the all the, all the right things. The one thing that I think he kind of showed his cards a little bit, and it, it's he it, he looks like he's panicking a little bit at quarterback. Do you see how much he spent on Daniel Jones? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, I, he's, he's starting him this week. Yeah, I mean, at yeah. least as of now, he's he's buying the hype but i think he's got a good quarterback in josh allen on his bench this week you're right not don't play him against new england great i mean you don't want to do that but um again he he spent a lot of fab on daniel jones and i think he's feeling the pressure of trying to get a win this week so I, i think that is his weak spot we've given him a lot of grief on this podcast um for specifically cam newton but I think if he can find a quarterback, maybe through a trade that's more consistent, I yeah. think that's how he even escalates further. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, Cooper Cup is someone that we're not really talking about. He's the number six receiver on the year. Man, and he had a fantastic he game. killed yeah. me. Yeah, week. it's really just, to your point, it comes down to if Devontae Adams and, and Zeke play up to their potential, Ryan's team writes the ship pretty quickly. And as we speak right now, Devontae Adams is having a fantastic game. There you go. 
Twenty-two point eight points to the, the to the third quarter. Yeah, we're nine minutes in the locked third quarter. Yeah, we we're gonna edit our picks of the week. <laughs> just kidding, is right because I do. So I think um, moving into the last tier here, we've got Mike at Mike uh, Searles at number nine. We've got Preston at ten, Daniel at eleven, Jonathan at twelve. Um, my computer's freezing here. Jonathan uh, Stewart and I have you at twelve. You have yourself at ten. Yes. Uh-huh. Explain yourself. <laughs> well, I wow, have, I haven't had it. I view it as I view it as me head to head against Daniel, beat him. Okay. So okay. Stewart has Daniel at nine. By the way, yeah, I, I have Daniel at eleven. Stewart also has the guy who lost last week, number one, against <laughs> the guy who should be number one. So <laughs> those are thrown out. No, I, I, I'm looking at it because at the bottom it's kind of it's very. It's similar. like who cares? The, the last three teams. <laughs> the last. The last. Seriously. Me, Preston, and Daniel, it doesn't really... I mean, we're all really bad right now. And I just looked at it as I beat Daniel, and I feel like after Preston put up 86 points last week that I have a slightly better team than him. So that's why I have myself a 10, but it's not like I'm convinced that I'm that much better than the other two. You could swap any of those three. It's a tier. I don't really... Yeah, it's a tier. And I don't think I would disagree. When you guys said my name last, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't... It wasn't like I was... uh, got to write an email in and say contender status you know i was just taking it taking it in the shorts like a good fantasy football player does yeah well thanks for that yeah you're welcome so i did have um you know after you going through and you guys sharing your power rankings i probably i probably have should be giving my Searles a little more credit than i am i have Mm -hmm. him at 11 and Mm -hmm. both of you guys have him at Nine, nine, yeah, yeah, nine, yeah. So I think he's, I think he's, uh, he's on the verge of making the playoffs as we speak. I mean, obviously at he, nine, but I he's think he's top eight in scoring on the year, right? Yeah. Which, which, I mean, I, I know that's not exactly what we're doing with power rankings, right. but right. going into what he, to this season with what he had, um, I mean that's pretty. Imp- in all honesty, I'm right. not just making light With of it. Adrian like, Peterson as your keeper, right? I mean yeah. that's it's pretty impressive, and the fact that he's top eight in scoring and his number one pick hasn't really played Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah. he's also had bad luck in the in the sense that he's had the most points scored against him in the league. Wow! Um, so points against, he's number one. I know that's you know just who you play, um, but. He, he, maybe if he plays against some more favorable matchups, he might be two and one here, and he's he, sure. he's in the top eight play uh, record wise. Sure, yeah, for sure. Yep, it can break anyway, any week. That's for sure. All right, well, that was our power rankings. Um, let us know what you think. Similar to uh, the chocolate moo milk and bonehead benching of the week. If you guys have uh, want to send in yours, maybe we can do a league consensus power rankings as well. Would like to to share that with everybody. Uh, but with that said, we'll go ahead and uh, move on to our next segment. Picks of the week. All right. We're going to break down each matchup. We're going to share who we think is going to win. And, uh, again, we'll keep track of this and update. So do you want to just real quickly just talk what's our record again on all these? Um, do you have that pulled up? Uh, I didn't want to bring that up. Um, <laughs> you're 12-4, and four, Jonathan. Yep, that's Stewart, why I wanted to bring it up. 10-6, and six, and I am 8-8. Eight and eight. Ooh. Okay, so you're, you're average. Well, since you're average, we'll let you go first. How about that? How about we let the highest team in the power rankings of us three go first? Oh, okay. okay. So I'll go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the matchup I'm covering um, off the bat here, 
um, is kind of lopsided. If you look at our power rankings, you've got the number one seed in our power rankings going against the number 12 seed. That would be Ooh. David Sr. and the Cupid Express against Jonathan Searles and heir to the Iron Belt. More like heir to the Toilet Bowl. So you look at my, my dad's projected score as of this moment, or for the matchup, it's 162 to 132. Um, you look at the win probability on ESPN, it has a 61% chance of the Cupid Express um, winning. Um, I'm surprised it's that low, um, just because um, my dad has a lot of firepower. You look through his matchups. This is a tough week for him on his individual players. He doesn't have any green-rated matchups, actually. Um Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if it matters if it's green or red for him. He's projected for 31. Um, at first glance, I see that and I'm like, my word, 31. I don't remember seeing that many points because usually ESPN is somewhat conservative. Mm-hmm. And you actually look at what he scored on the year. He scored, he's averaging 40 points. They are being wow. conservative. Wow. With yeah, points. exactly. <laughs> and so um, you look through that. Uh, Kamara, 21. Ingram, 16. Michael Thomas, 15. There's just a lot of firepower. I think between in touchdowns last week between those four, I want to say there was like nine touchdowns or maybe ten. Um, but they do have tough matchups. You got New Orleans going against Dallas. Dallas has a good team this year, and that defense is playing well. Uh, you got Baltimore going against Cleveland. They're kind of a middle of the pack team against the uh, the run, uh, running backs. Um, OJ Howard. He's kind of been a little bit of a disappointment this year. Um, maybe that continues. He's going against the Rams. Um, and then his flex position, he's got uh, Terry McLaurin this week. Um, b- playing him over the likes of uh, Jordan Howard and Adam Thielen, uh, Carlos Hyde, some oh my other goodness. guys. Jordan Howard is 21.5 points on the bench already. Already. <laughs> so I didn't realize this. He just, Terry McLaurin he just is the number seven wide receiver on the season, which is kind of crazy. He's had yep. a touchdown in every game. That helps. Um, but you look through those matchups, even with the tougher matchups, these guys are guys who handle the work share of touches for what their respective positions on their teams. Um, and then you look at Jonathan's matchup. He has a little bit more favorable um, matchup-wise as far as who's playing, with the exception of Frank Gore um, and Buffalo going against New England. New England looks like they're the best defense in the league. Um, so outside of that matchup, you got Jared Goff going against uh, Tampa Bay. Um, thinks he's going to probably be able to put up points there. Marlon Mack's been a really good player this year. He's been a top 10 running back. I think he's number seven on the season going against Oakland. Um, that's a solid plus matchup. Uh, still going with this guy, uh, M. Williams. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, going against Miami, though, it's hard mm-hmm. to blame you there. Miami is terrible. Um, and then we, got, we learned we got Marvin Jones Jr. So... Yes, MJJ. Yeah. So, so real quick, who, who's your pick? Let's just so let's just move. This is going to be a triple play. There you go for David Senior. This is a triple play. Hold on, let me find the button. I'm I'm I don't even want to play. I don't even want to press it right now because I already know it's, it's going to happen. This is the only matchup I wanted to go in detail on. All right, here's your triple play. Triple play. There you go. Why don't you go ahead and hit triple play twice? Because oh, that's an awesome matchup. Triple play. Hit it a third time. All right. <laughs> Is it your triple play, Jonathan? Triple play. <laughs> it's yeah. not, but I wanted to wanted to make you think it was. It might as well be. I mean, honestly, look. If you look at the matchup, it's so one sided, and you you're right. Everything is. It's lined up for for senior to have a bad week, or what would be considered a bad week for him. 
It's lined up for me to have a good week, and I'm still 30-point dogs. The only way that I have it even a chance is all of my guys hit their projections and Mike Williams and Marvin Jones go off in plus matchups. That's my only shot. Well, my dad, to Stewart's point earlier, my dad's lowest score on the season is 142. Nine. 149 so he's yeah. in the 140 so okay i haven't i haven't reached 149 yet this so, year well, so he does that combined with oh yeah there you go yeah. there I you mean, go what okay. is your high score uh i think it's remember? 135 or something wow 136 that, is, that was the that's... winning week yes against daniel which is why i have him lower than me um <laughs> winning week yeah no hey it is what it is yeah i've actually got uh senior beating myself as well okay you know uh last week uh or a couple weeks ago now when david picked against himself i thought that is so silly um i'm i'm i don't feel that way with you <laughs> this week so thank you i appreciate it and and i mean you hit your triple play i'm guessing you're triple playing senior yes okay yes, just, to, just to be clear put it on the record um, don't even think about triple playing uh my matchup okay we'll see uh, let, let's move on to the next matchup um this is a this is an interesting one because um some big names are in the game is in progress as we are uh, recording this, but we have um, David Cupid the second versus right. uh, old timer fifty five Mike Searles. Um, fairly close matchup. Um, obviously, these things are since the game games are in progress. These things are changing. I think it was a little bit closer when it first started, but. Um, David is projected at 144.5. Uh, Mike Searles is at 130.7. Uh, you know, it's it's an interesting matchup. Um, there's a few things that kind of stand out to me, specifically with Old Timer 55. One of those is um, he's uh, got Aaron Rodgers in. Obviously, that's it was his um, first round pick, but. Um, with Brady's numbers and what Brady's been putting up, uh, a little bit surprising to me. But so he has Rodgers in right now, who halfway through the thirds at 13.3 points uh, versus his opposing quarterback, uh, Carson Wentz, who is uh, David's quarterback. Wentz, Windsor is coming. Windsor is um, coming. At 24.9 halfway through the third. So, Jeez, uh, he be- wasn't anywhere close to that at halftime, was he? Uh, he had 16. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's. they've scored a touchdown in the third. Okay. So, um, you know, I think that it'll be interesting to see if that uh, that could turn around to be a bonehead benching, uh, depending on how Brady does, um, and depending on how the game turns out, too. I think, obviously, that would... But these are both... Um, Great teams. <laughs> both of these teams uh, really in my mind, struggle a little bit at running back. There's Aaron Jones that um, that he has down in the flex, which, um, you know, probably should be in that RB2 position. But um, the the wide receivers um, will probably be the difference makers if you, if you were to ask me um, if Odell goes off like he did uh, last week and Fitzgerald continues. Old man Fitz keeps putting up uh, old man – uh, numbers. He's he's been playing fantastic. So I really think this is going to come down to what those wide receivers do. Sammy Watkins, um, obviously, being on Kansas City, there's the potential for him to um, to put up a 49.3 like he did in the first week. But he really hadn't done a whole lot um, after week one. So um, I think the 
wide receivers will be the key in this matchup um, outside of the quarterback position, which uh, Wentz at the moment is uh, seems to be winning handily with that. But um, I'm going to go with David as uh, the winner of this matchup. What say you, Jonathan? Uh, yeah, I actually uh, agree with pretty much everything you just said. Um, I think... I think David's team slightly better. I actually think both these teams will be playoff teams this year. Mark my words. I think both I agree. teams will uh, be. For me. <laughs> you agree, but only wow. with half of what I said. I think both teams will make the playoffs this year. Um, I think they both have uh, solid teams. Uh, are you? Is that How confident are you? Because I would be willing to place a water bet that they both will not make the playoffs. Listen, not everything we say has to be water bet on this, on this show. <laughs> Okay. Otherwise, we'll never say anything of substance because we'll just always be making bold. We'll yeah. never make bold co- proclamations. I mean, I feel like that's kind of bold. So, uh, is that an official water bet? No. So, what is the bet? Oh no, <laughs> no, no. There will be a bet later in the show. I bet. Um, probably in the next. I, I the, bet you probably. a water bet you that there will not be. <laughs> Hey, David, just accept any water bet and then there you go. Okay, I'm already confused. Yeah. Okay, so no water bet. You're not that confident that your dad will make the playoffs no. or that David will make the playoffs. No, but I am so. confident that David will win this matchup. Okay, so you have uh, David. David, hopefully you learned your lesson I, last I week. I learned my lesson. Good thing I didn't uh, pick week three because I would have lost again if I picked uh, myself. Um, so I'm going to, get, and going to pick myself this week. Okay, so we're all, right. we're all in agreement. All right, so that no one and there's there was no triple play on that, right? So no, we are that, David and I already used ours on against you. So we basically we basically just wasted our time because that doesn't matter. All right, moving on. Um, the next matchup we have is Lewis Lewis versus Stewart, and um, you know what? Two powerhouses. Tell you what. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll go ahead and make this one my triple. Oh, you dirty dog! Well, you don't even know what don't, I'm gonna say. Don't tell us who. Well, I know what he's gonna say because oh. he's just. Oh. I know Jonathan. Oh. oh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, Lewis, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna take him as my triple play. And uh, yeah, it's a tight matchup, but I think you specifically are underrating Lewis. I think he's got a really good team. I've played him, and I've seen him. I think he scores. I don't know what his exact average is, but I think I feel like he's hit over 160 at least twice. Um, I don't think I'm underrating him at number four. Yeah. Well, you, we'll see. You'll probably think you're better than him after he beats you this week. Oh, I know I'm better. Okay. Well, I know how that works. Even though I'm ranked myself seven, but <laughs> I'm just trying to be humble. Um, no, I like I like his team. I don't like Kenyon Drake. That's the one player on his in his starting lineup that I I'm not really good about. Calvin Ridley also, um, I'm not too comfortable with. Um, but the rest of his starters I like. Stewart, I, it's more about concern with your team. Yeah, yeah. Now now Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a golf clap. That was a great pick. He's been he's proven you right. He's been solid. He's been more than just a running threat quarterback he's been killing teams with his arms i watched the the game last week against the chiefs and he was throwing bombs down the field um and it, it got to a point where the chiefs actually were it looked like they wanted him to run um now james connor on the other hand your keeper projected 17.6 just letting you guys know i think he'll come in under that and that is something i'm willing to water bet 
Ooh, who's he playing against? Doesn't matter. The lowly Bengals. <laughs> Doesn't uh, matter. I, absolutely, I'll water bet that. J- water bet. Let's do this. Done. J- James Conner uh, has been struggling because the Steelers have been struggling. Yeah, uh, so that should get better with Mason Rudolph, right? That will get much better with Kyle Rudolph, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you- <laughs> Kyle Rudolph's moving to QB. Um, no, uh, Connor's due for a, a big game, and I think that that's going to happen. Do, um, do you mind week. if I finish my analysis of your game no. before you jump in? No. I was just making I mean, a yes, water I mean, yes, I do matter. I do care. <laughs> Yeah. I do matter. Well, like I do Freudian matter. slip. Yeah, you're you're more worried about us talking about how much you matter. Um, yeah, I do matter. I do matter. Uh, yeah, you matter. Don't worry. You're number seven in our hearts. Um, Brandon Cooks. I I wanted to trade for Brandon Cooks. I think he's being uh, until last week he blew up. I think I think he was undervalued. Uh, uh, and Juju Smith Schuster. I still stand by. He'll be fine. But I think his ceiling is now capped with Mason Rudolph, as they're all Steelers. Yeah, uh, I would agree. Point. I mean, that's unfortunate for Big Ben. Yeah, a Big Ben injury. Now, I I know you ask this a lot, but I really do want to know, who is Jay O'Shaughnessy? <laughs> can, can you tell me who Jay O'Shaughnessy is? His name is James. Um, <laughs> he is a fantastic tight Spell end. Spell his last name without looking at it. O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> O-S-H-O. Can you use A-U-N-N-S-E-Y. Skip two letters. Oh, there's an H in there. <laughs> there's okay. a G and an H in there. <laughs> so this is his point scored on the year Ooh, let's hear this. Let's hear this. First game, four catches, 32 yards, hey, 5.2 points. Oh, strong week. Second week, four catches, 28 yards, Ooh. 4.8 points. And last week he had two catches for 18 yards, but he did have a touchdown, which gave him 8.8 points. Hey, you know what? Who needs Travis Kelsey anyway? <laughs> hey, so here's here's <laughs> not cool. Hey, we all scramble to find uh, people when our our stud tight end uh, George Kittle is bye on bye. I got and it. So, this is why I thought you were gonna wait to trade one of your tight ends. <laughs> yeah. I should have waited until Kittle had his bye. His bye. Yeah, that that would have been smart. But yeah. I've got a bigger strategy in mind. <laughs> He wants to release O'Shaughnessy on the league. That's yes, his strategy. Yes. So oh my gosh, I can't wait for O'Shaughnessy for to have like four points. He's gonna have like four touchdowns I know. this week. Watch. <laughs> I guarantee you, O'Shaughnessy will score more than his projected points. That is a Stewart guarantee. Ironclad, no doubt about it. Guarantee, Stewart guarantee. Here's here here's the thing I'm gonna say. I'm I'm not a big fan of O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> I actually um, uh, tried to pick up Jason Witten off the waiver wire and got outbid by I don't remember quite a lot. Why didn't hey why in all seriousness? So I I put in three bids on three tight ends myself, and uh, the one I got was I'm blanking on now because I really don't even care. But uh, Vernon Davis was one of them, and Jason Witten was one. I didn't get Witten. I got uh, oh it's Tyler Eifert. And, and actually wanted Tyler Eifert because I've got Vance McDonald who's playing Monday night. And if he's a go, I'll start him. It doesn't look like he will be, but I've, I'll have time to wait and see with Tyler Eifert. But what, you, you don't, you'd rather have O'Shaughnessy than Vernon Davis? So here's the deal. Um, some people just don't O'Shaughnessy um, <laughs> what I'm doing, and I know what I'm doing. And so I'm, I'm completely confident that O'Shaughnessy will um, – 
Is that even how you say his name? <laughs> I think so. Oh, Sean, you see. Um, <laughs> I just I, think it's so funny. <laughs> Travis I didn't, George Kittle. I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't look at each player when I picked the matchup, and then I saw him as I was scrolling down, and I was like, O'Shaughnessy? Yeah. So uh, I don't need to defend myself. I think O'Shaughnessy's <laughs> play will speak for itself. <laughs> You'd rather O'Shaughnessy than get VD. Well, I think this conversation <laughs> has, for sure. has locked my pick in with Lewis. <laughs> okay, okay, great, cool. Good. I picked myself for oh, obvious reasons. Shocker! I don't. I haven't heard an obvious reason yet. But we'll, O'Shaughnessy's we'll, big game. That's what. <laughs> I, so right now, Zach Ertz has eight point six. Uh, I'll even go out on the limb and say not only will O'Shaughnessy. Um, <laughs> Score more than 4.7 points. He will outscore Zach Ertz this week. And then next week when we have this wonderful podcast, um, <laughs> you all can... I, I can't say what you yeah, can do. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Y'all, y'all pick Big Poppy. I'm, I'm going to win. Y'all are going to lose some points. We Let's can, move on. We can sit on a stick and twist. <laughs> Not sure, I want to do that. Yeah, well, that's I'm out of that one. You can <laughs> right, that we're, one we're moving on here. Moving on. The next matchup of the week we're going to is my ball, Zach Ertz. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> listen, it's the whole reason I gave you this matchup. I've had to give that matchup name every time. That's he really needs to say. change the yes, name because please. he doesn't even have Zach Ertz. <laughs> I know, I know. And then again, it's Mick Barkley, uh, Joey. So. Uh, the current projected uh, at the time of this recording projection is Ryan 159.9 to uh, Joey 139.2. I think Joey moving Saquon is already – you're already starting to see that. Um, normally, Joey would be be projected in the 150s. He's replaced him with the mighty Rashad Penny. Um, so, obviously, mm. a, uh, a wash, maybe a downgrade. Who knows? We'll see. Um, the big intriguing one for this is um, that Ryan picked up Daniel Jones, spent a lot of money, and he's starting him against Washington. Yep. I think that's a plus matchup. Um, I think he can do well. Obviously, he set. I think he set a couple records for debuts. Yeah, he did. Do you all remember when he got picked number six? Everybody was like, oh, this is the worst pick ever. Yeah. yeah. It looked it looked really bad. It, it did look bad, and I and I still think it was a bad pick because they could, probably could have traded back and got him later. That's why I'll, I'll say that, but... You know, at the same by the same you know token, if you know that's your guy and you got a mm-hmm. pick there, you get your guy. And so through one week, uh, Gettleman, the GM, looks pretty uh, looks like a genius here. Um, I did have a quick question, and and this is just I've been out of the loop a little bit in regards to the Giants. Uh, is Eli hurt or did he get benched? He or was do we benched. Know? He was just benched. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah, he's he's. I knew he was bad. Yeah, he's old. Um, it's got to make you mad as a as an Odell owner that if if he could have just had any other quarterback in there, he would still yeah. he would be on the Giants still probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think you could chalk that up. But I mean, after yeah. one week, Daniel Jones looks better than Baker Mayfield. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, how the times change. Um, uh, but continuing through this matchup, um, Devontae Adams has had a uh, a substandard year. He's been subject to a couple of water bets or at least one water bet this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, he's having a bounce back game. Uh, Philadelphia has a terrible secondary. He's got at the time of this recording, he already has twenty four points, one hundred sixty seven seven yards. I expect that to probably continue for, through the fourth quarter and him to keep pumping that up. Um, I think at the end of the day, you got Joey with a lot of tough matchups. Um, I think all he has 
minus matchups for every single guy that he's starting here. Um, you combine that with the fact that Rashad Penny, he loses Saquon. I'm going to go with um, uh, Ryan for my pick. Yeah, that's funny. I, uh, I, I, I basically picked mine solely off of Barkley going out and thinking Devontae Adams. Uh, I, I didn't realize he was going to start Daniel Jones till um, we started the podcast. Um, which looks like, to your point, a good matchup, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, so, yeah, I also chose Ryan um, to to bounce back, and he's had some tough uh, matchups this year, so I think it, it it'll, it'll his team will be a little more true to, to what it is getting a win this week against a good team in Joey. Yeah, uh, I everything you guys said, I do think that um, part of the reason I pick – I like Ryan's team um, – I think the Daniel Jones, you know, start is going to be an interesting one. Um, especially, again, not that Josh Allen is this incredible guy, but but he has played well. Um, at least the the last game he had a, a pretty good game. The last two games he's had, he's had uh, pretty good games. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, obviously, I think Matt Ryan on the other side is um, – he's Matt Ryan. So yeah, um, I actually to your point, I, I think Josh Allen's gonna be should be considered his starter going forward unless Daniel Jones keeps us going. I just think this week is just a really bad matchup, so it's smart to Dan, start Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, I think I think part of the reason that I give the uh, the win I'm picking Ryan. Uh, obviously, I think it has a lot to do with Saquon um, going out, like you said. Jonathan. So uh, I pick I pick Ryan in this one. I think it'll be close though. Um, let's move on to the Amari Kyler Moore show versus Freeman and Digsit. <laughs> Mike versus Preston. Um, again, I think it's going to be a, a. I think this is going to be a little closer than um, it's projected right now. One sixty four point four to one forty two point four. I think it'll be a little bit closer than that. I feel like, and again, this isn't necessarily me picking on Mike, even though maybe it is. I do feel like sometimes his, um, I feel like sometimes his team seems to be projected higher than they actually uh, give output. Chris Carson's a great example of that, who um, every week um, has been projected in the upper teens, I believe. Um, but he just hasn't been producing. Um, 8.7 week two, four points last week. He did have 21.5 week one, but um, I I still think that Mike is going to win. Uh, obviously, uh, Philip Rivers, I think, will probably have a pretty good game because he's playing Miami. And, um, you know, it, it's a tough break uh, losing Drew Brees and having to start Jacoby Brissett for Preston. So, again, not super excited about um, Preston's team, so for that reason, I pick Mike. Yeah, I I also have Mike. Um, I I have Preston at the bottom with me and Daniel. I don't think Preston's team is very good. I think he's very weak at running back. Uh, Devonte Frito, Freeman has yet to show up. Frito, <laughs> Devonte Frito. <laughs> mm, I'm hungry. Uh, no, it's funny. His team name is Freeman and digs it and. Uh, those two players have not really shown up for him this year, so he might want to consider a name change. Um, I, I think that I think Mike's due for a bounce back here. Um, I do think that the Travis Kelsey trade was a good one for him. 
Um, I would have, I would have kept Gurley if I was him, but I understood that it probably was the one that carried the most value and been the only one that you would have traded for, um, for Kelsey. I don't know if that's yeah for Kelsey for sure. Yeah. 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 So I get why he did that. Um, so yeah, I, I lean towards Mike on this one for sure. I've got Mike as well. Um, it's, it saddens me to see, uh, Austin Eckler projected for 20 points. I think that's a fair projection going against Miami. Um, you know, Preston still starting Peyton Barber. I think we've talked about it on this podcast. Um, so for that reason, I'm out. No, I I pick (laughs) up Mike. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, the thing that Preston's got going for him, Keenan Allen has been just dominant. Um, and I think that's going to change. He's the number one receiver for three weeks. I think that's going to change though. Once Gordon actually gets back to doing what he does, Melvin Gordon, that is, um, I think you're going to see a little more balance in the offense. Um, and, you know, I, I just, again, I don't I don't see a lot of great upside on Preston's team where I think I think Mike's got more of it, um, and he's got more consistent play across the board with his starting lineup. So, yep. All right. Well, on to our final matchup. Um, this one is almost as lopsided as Senior versus me. This is Daniel versus Jackson. And, uh, you know, there's been some movement. There's been some trades with, with Daniel's team lately. And uh, he's acquired Philip Lindsay. He's also acquired an injured and not useful right now Tyreek Hill and given up on Le'Veon Bell, which wouldn't have helped him this week. So, uh, you know, he gains a starting running back for this week with Philip Lindsay. Um, Julio Jones is a beast. I know um, he's... Clearly was the number one pick. That would have been a mistake. Number two wide receiver on the year. Yeah, with Keenan Allen just being incredible. So there's nothing, no shame in number two there. Uh, Mixon's been uh, a pleasant surprise. The Bengals' offense has been better than I thought it would be, um, to be quite frank. I thought there was going to be nothing but garbage. Um, but uh, the new coaching staff has come in and really... Mixon's been a surprise? Did I hear that right? Yes. Mixon's been good. Okay. Am I wrong? Uh, he's the 34th ranked running back on the year. What am I missing? What am, I, am I thinking of last week when he played well? Uh, he had 18 points last week. Okay. But he had a three and a five before that. Yep. Okay. I'm looking at last week then. Uh, I just feel like you saw the flash of potential that he could have in that offense. Um, and this is without A.J. Green um, helping to balance out the offense. I mean, they've got John Ross as base, and Tyler Boyd as their, as their go-to receiver. So I think there's better days ahead for Joe Mixon. And I think right now you're seeing – um, some good upside with him. Uh, the problem is he's going up against Jackson, and I don't think he has a shot. Um, except I picked Daniel. So guess what? <laughs> riding, riding with Daniel. Uh, you can change it. This was one of the. <laughs> this was like this was one of this was one of those where I was talking myself out of my own pick. This happened with me last time we recorded uh, with Preston, and I went with Preston, and I shouldn't. Have. I think I was thinking I'm going to be a contrarian, contrarian here, and Daniel's due for a win. Because he's he's the only winless team in the league, um, but yeah, it's a this is probably where I give back some ground in our pick'em uh, game here. I've got Daniel. It, I must have thought he would have some crazy upside with some guys, uh, but Jackson's team looks really good, so uh, probably a bad pick by me. What do you got, Stuart? Not Daniel. <laughs> um, I'm going with uh, 
You know, if Daniel would have kept Le'Veon Bell, I probably would have gone with Daniel. But really, you he, would have gone with with Le'Veon Bell on a bye week. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, that was a joke, anyway. But it's even funnier that he has he's on a bye. Um, no, I I don't think there's going to be many times uh, the rest of this year that I'm going to pick against Jackson. So uh, I think Jackson. Uh, you know, I feel wow. like he's just got the most consistent team. <laughs> Okay. I cracked myself up. Okay, that's his team name uh, for those of you who are slow on the uptake. <laughs> okay, you've got you've got Jackson? Yeah, no comments. David? I've got Jackson as well. I do think that this matchup will be close, uh, closer than the projection uh, is at this time. Um, I think LaShawn McCoy has turned out to be a uh, pretty good pick for Daniel. Um but TJ Hawkinson has been doing nothing since week one. DJ, DK Metcalf can't speak here. Um, I just think Jackson has more upside. He's shown that he has a solid floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to get to that floor. And then, you know, he has the potential to do more as we've seen throughout the year. Um, I do think Daniel's team as the year goes on, and I know you've said this, um, Jonathan, um, just seeing some of his bench, pl- bench players with um, – um, with AJ Green being on the bench and, and Tyreek Hill once he comes back, uh, I do expect Daniel to probably move up and get some wins. Um, but yeah, for this matchup and this week, uh, I'm going with Jackson. Okay. Hey, before we before we go, um, let's talk a little actual NFL for a second okay. and just. Um, Curious. How I, about them Cowboys? <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was a drop at first. I didn't know that what very, that I was. I apologize, guys. I'm sorry. Um, but just kind of curious. Uh, who through? That was for Preston. Obviously, we're just through three weeks. But um, who are some teams that maybe have impressed you and a few teams that um, maybe you would even say, man, I'm surprised that they're, that they're playing as well as they are? The Bills. The Bills. I think the Bills – are I think actually they have a shot at beating the Patriots this weekend. I don't wow. think it I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think it I don't know I think Brady doesn't typically play well against the Bills. Uh I could be wrong on that, but I, it feels like they just the Bills have a shot um to to maybe do something here. I say that and they're probably gonna lose by forty this weekend to the Patriots. <laughs> I uh, mean they're they're three and oh they're yeah they've <laughs> their defense is good. I think their defense is good and they have a running game and Josh Allen's actually got some weapons that he can throw to. I don't know. I feel like they're they're a team on the rise that they're probably a year or two away from actually being really good. But, yeah. But yeah. I have a question. I know David's looking some stuff up, but um, without uh, without looking, there's seven teams that are three and zero right now. Um, can you name them? Yes. Okay. You want me to go? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you want to alternate, or you want me to just go all? Yeah. Um, let, alternate uh, between alternate. you two. Okay. Buffalo Bills. Uh, New England Patriots. Uh, the L.A. Rams, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, oh shoot! Um, that's, oh, that's San four. Francisco 49ers. That's five. Gosh, that's a good one. Yeah, because they, um, they're actually I think there's more in the NFC than the AFC. Did we say Kansas City? Have they we, lost? No, they haven't lost. They're, that's yeah, six. So that's there's six. one more. So we're missing one. I think it's an NFC team. It is. Um. If you know it, say it. It's not um, New Orleans or Seattle. Nope. Mm-mm. Don't it's give me not away. the NFC East. I know yep. that. 
Oh, they're playing tonight. The Green Bay Packers. Oh, Green Bay. That's yep. right. Yeah, yeah. So of those three and O teams, um, you know, obviously, I feel like 49ers to me. I mean, that's a that's that a bit is. of a surprise. That is uh, the Packers. Honestly, are a surprise because yeah. their offenses look like doo doo. Yeah, and, and their th- defenses look great, which seems to be it's kind of the so flip flop of uh, previous years. It's kind of scary. It's it's almost like it's almost like how the Cowboys. It they allow like, the uh, second fewest points in the league. The Packers. the Packers have. It reminds me of when the the Cowboys and the Cowboys of old could not get their like one side of the ball to play in sync with the other. It's like they kept flip flopping. They had a great defense with no offense and. Then you had these Tony, Tony Romo years where they could put up points and they couldn't stop anybody. Um, so. Yeah, so I think Dallas is actually number two in points differential. Um, they've scored, uh, let's see, 97 points on the year. They've only given up 44, which is actually third best on a points points against. Number one's wow. easy. Number one the is Patriots. 89. It's not even close. <laughs> yeah, point differential. They've scored 106 wow. points, and they've only given up 17 through three games. Wow, that's, that and, is And you amazing. know what? None of that's by – well, excuse me, no touchdowns by the defense. The two touchdowns that were scored on them were special teams and uh, a pick six. Wow. So the I think de- their defense wow. has scored more than, the, than uh, they've given has up. been scored on yeah. them. That's the crazy. Patriots have not given up a defensive touchdown since the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. That's amazing. That is amazing. Uh, on crazy. the flip side, you've got Miami. You know, you want to guess how many points they've scored on the year? Uh, and how many they've, been, they've given up? I'm going to say they – just a ballpark. No, no, no. That, no, I'd say they they've given up sixteen. No, they've, they've scored, scored 16. sixteen. And I bet they've given up uh, one thirty three. They've they've scored twenty one. <laughs> they've scored twenty one and give, given up. <laughs> I'm laughing at Stewart name. He's looking at the. Stats. I got it exactly right. <laughs> oh, you're. Really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> What a jerk. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even realize. We're playing the guessing games are over. Yeah, All so right. uh, Jets are 0 and 3, uh Dolphins are 0 and 3, Broncos are 0 and 3. I mean, obviously the the biggest surprise is Steelers. Um I thought that even of course they were bad even with Big Ben. Um Bengals are 0 and 3 and I think there's uh Yeah, a couple of those were expected, a couple weren't. Redskins are the under the last. There's only one 0 and 3. I guess there's 0 2 and 1 <laughs> with the Cardinals, but I am surprised uh Pittsburgh. Yeah. is 0 3. Yeah. yeah. 0 and 3 with the Pittsburgh. I think we've Steelers. talked about Pittsburgh and Stewart specifically putting his uh, eggs in that basket. Yeah. yeah. I I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Uh, but things have changed, you know. You're not the only one. It's not fair. I mean, yeah, obviously. But they were bad even now. with Ben. So uh, you you got to think they would have figured something out. And you know, I don't think Mason Rudolph is terrible. So no, they'll figure something out. They and I like Mike ever... Tomlin a lot. I mean, he's he's one of my favorite coaches. Great, so why don't we'll you see. ask him out. All yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's weird. Okay. Well, with that, we'll see you next time, guys. See you, Mike Tomlin.